Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can also catch me live five days a week, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. If you forget all that, you can go to HeidiHarris.com. You can also subscribe to these podcasts for free at various podcast apps. Very simple to do. So check them out. Interesting article in the New York Times recently. The Republican Party is doomed. This from Stanley Greenberg, a Democratic pollster. So funny. And I'm just going to share with you a couple of the things I highlighted. I don't read columns on the podcast or on the air. It's kind of obnoxious. He thinks the 2020 election will be transformative, like few in our history. He said it will end with the death of the Republican Party as we know it, leaving the survivors to begin the struggle to renew the party of Lincoln and make it relevant for our times. It will liberate the Democratic Party from the country's suffocating polarization and allow it to use government to address the vast array of problems facing the nation. I'm going to reread that last line because that's so important. And that is so indicative of the way the Democrats think every problem is best solved. When the Republican Party basically is ended, as Greenberg is predicting, it will allow the government to address the vast array of problems facing the nation. See, that's the problem. The people on the left believe that the folks on the right are actually impeding their vision of things the way they should be and the fact that government is really the answer to everything. And listen, I know that it's hard to find an actual conservative anymore, because I am an actual conservative. I'm a conservative fiscally. I'm a conservative socially. There aren't many of us left. I get it. And the Republican Party has a lot of rhinos in it. They claim that they're Republicans, but we really don't know what they stand for, because they don't mind raising taxes. They don't mind raising the debt ceiling. They are soft on the social issues. I really don't know what a solid Republican looks like anymore. It's hard to find one. However, that being said, you can certainly look at this crop of people who are running for president on the left this year and look at these folks and realize they make Hillary Clinton look like a centrist, the things that they're pushing. I mean, free health care for illegals, free college, free this, free that. I mean, a chicken in every pot is nothing new. I get that. But, oh, my gosh, it's, it's pretty astounding. Anyway, skipping through Stanley Greenberg's column in The New York Times, he said, Democratic voters today look at chief executives of major corporations as they see the face of an era where greed was unchecked, where companies failed to invest in their workers and use their big donations and lobbyists to rig the political system against the middle and working classes. All right. Well, listen, companies can make money in America because America is a great place. Everybody's not going to make money. I do believe that capitalism is the best system, but capitalism without any kind of integrity, yeah, it does take advantage of people. I don't think anyone would deny that. But nobody's obligated to invest in their workers. You're giving the workers a job. That's it. When the Democrats say invest, that always means give somebody money that they haven't earned. Greenberg goes on to say they're determined that government must do something not only about corruption and corporate excess, he's talking about the Democrats, but also inequality, universal health care, the state of the working family, climate change, globalization, entrenched racial and gender disparities, and more. All right, I'm going to read that again because it's important. Greenberg says that the Democrats are determined that government must do something not only about corruption. Yeah, good luck, pal. There's corruption everywhere. Corporate excess. Okay, let's make them all broke and then none of us will have jobs. Also, inequality. What? You're never going to have equality. Everybody has different strengths and abilities and talents and levels of motivation and all the things that make society great. Because if everybody wanted to be a CEO, nobody would pick up the trash. 
That's just the reality, and I'm not putting down anybody who picks up trash. God bless those people. There are people who will stay in a job for 20 or 30 years that you and I couldn't do for five minutes. And I've worked a couple of those jobs where I have been in them for a few years, and people I know that I worked with are still in those jobs, and I would have slipped my wrists if I were still there. It doesn't make anybody bad or good or smarter or less intelligent. We're not talking about that. We're talking about society has people with differing levels of intelligence and motivation. I work my butt off. I'm never going to be rich. I've been working 40 hours a week or more since I was 17 years old. I've always worked hard. But I'm never going to be rich because I don't have the business brain of somebody like, uh, I don't know, Jeff Bezos or some of these other people who worked very hard to get where they are now too, by the way. And whether I agree with their politics or not is not the point. There are people who have to have a combination of skill, they have to have a combination of talent, and they have to have a combination of vision. That's another part of it. And they also have to work their butts off to get where they are. I interviewed a guy one time who was the president of a very, very successful website that you'd know the name of, and he said it took him 10 years to get off the ground. That's another thing. A lot of people don't have the ability to uh, have that much time where they don't have huge amounts of money coming in. And there are all kinds of things. It's a lot of risk taking. I know some people who would give anything to be entrepreneurs, but they don't have the stomach. That's what it comes down to. So everybody's different. That's the way the world is made. And if you get resentful because you don't have what Jeff Bezos has and you're not willing to do what it is, or you don't have the, you know, you frankly don't have the talent. I don't complain about it because I don't have the business sense that other people I know have. I know some people who are hugely successful business people, and they can spin poop into gold every single time. They just have that ability. I don't. I don't resent the fact that they've made more money than I have. So what? This constant resentment that somebody has more than you do is just going to make you uh, miserable is what it's going to do. Anyway, Greenberg goes on to talk about the inequality, that government's going to fix that. Mm -hmm. Universal health care, yeah, okay, great. By the way, even the unions don't want universal health care, so good luck on that one, babe. Even the unions don't want universal health care. Understand, because here's the way universal health care is supposed to work. Everybody's supposed to have the same thing except me, right? I want something better. Let's give those other people universal health care. Let's let those other people wait in line. I want my better plan, right? This is human nature, my friends. Jeffrey or Stanley Greenberg goes on to say in his column about the Republican Party being doomed. It was in the New York Times. He goes on to say the state of the working family. That's something else I guess the government's supposed to be able to fix. The state of the working family, they're working. I'm sorry. Is there something else you want, Stanley Greenberg? Now, in fairness, I understand that the economy is a little bit shaky right now, and I don't care how many people have jobs. I know a lot of people who are working two and three jobs to make the money they made 10 years ago. So I am very well aware of that, and I'm not one of those people who marches around going, oh, the economy's great under Trump. Yes, it's humming. Yeah, absolutely, it's humming. And that's the important thing. But it seems to me, and I've certainly seen this in a lot of occupations that I know of, about 10, 12 years ago when they had the Great Recession and companies realized that they could get away with having three people instead of five, they've never gone back. And they just grind the three people they have to death. Well, that's what they do in their companies. And they own the company. Sometimes that's what happens. So I understand it, that it's an issue. But listen, when the economy's good, everybody has a job. That's it. People have jobs. Beyond that, government's not obligated to do anything for you other than to make policy. Hopefully, that will help the economy along. And make it easier for people who are entrepreneurs to make a lot of money. So then people who are worker bees like me can actually make some money too. There you go. Stanley Greenberg also wants the Democrats to be able to do uh, something about climate change. I'm not sure what. 
And he also wants the government to be able to do something about racial and gender disparities. Okay, all right. And if the Republicans would just get out of their way, they'd be all set. Greenberg goes on to say, as president, Mr. Trump did everything his Tea Party and evangelical base could hope for, from the attempted repeal of Obamacare to the Muslim ban. All right, let me stop right there. It wasn't a Muslim ban. Stanley Greenberg, you're a liar. Indonesia was never on the list. Indonesia is the most populous Muslim country in the world. Look it up if you don't know, sweetie. It wasn't a Muslim ban. It was a ban on certain countries that are so backwards, we can't even look up who people are. We can't verify who you are. Indonesia was never on the list. Okay. Anyway, um, he goes on and on to whine about the Republicans. He said, like it or not, in Mr. Trump's America, the Republicans will now be the anti-immigrant party and the Democrats the pro-immigrant party, confidently associated with America's multiculturalism. And he goes on. Let me just say one thing. and I hope the Republicans do this. I'm not sure they will. In order to win the next election, all the Republicans are really going to have to do it's very simple. They have to create one commercial, and that one commercial would show a family on a split screen, a family trying to pay their bills, looking at all their medical bills on the kitchen table, which all of us do. Thank God I'm healthy. You don't have to do that much, but all of us have to sit down the end of the month, beginning of the month, and sit down with our bills and figure out how we're going to pay them. You show a family trying to pay medical bills, and then in the other screen, you show the Democrats, and I'm sure one of the nominees was one of the people who ultimately the nominee, I was one of the people raising their hand for free benefits for illegal aliens. So when American citizens can't pay their medical bills, and then you have whoever the nominee is going to be, I'm sure it's going to be one of the people who raised their hand and said, yes, I want free health care for illegals. Really? That's all you have to say, because the American people are not on board with giving illegals things they can't even get as citizens. It's insanity. It's complete insanity. And if the Republicans pound that into the ground, that the Democrats want to give illegal aliens, people who aren't even legally here, who may just pass in, go to the hospital, run up a big bill and leave, you know, who knows? There'll be absolutely no control of it. The idea that Democrats want to give all of this to illegals, when American citizens are trying to figure out how to pay their premiums, how to pay their deductibles or whatever it might be, their co-pays, their... Uh, prescriptions, whatnot. You want to give illegals free stuff? Really? I don't see a lot of doctors standing around looking for something to do. I went to the doctor the other day. I'll give you a quick story. I went to the doctor the other day. I just walked into the clinic where I happened to be a patient and my blood pressure I thought was a little up. I didn't feel that great. So I went in there and she said, I, I just wanted someone to take my blood pressure. I didn't want anything else. I just wanted someone to take it real quick. I guess I could have just gone home, which is what I ultimately did. So she had me sit down. I sat there for half an hour. Nobody came out. Finally, she called me up to the desk and she said, well, she said, if we take your blood pressure and if it's high, we have to take you in and see you and we don't have time. So you're going to have to go to the quick care. I was not about to go to the quick care and sit there for two hours. I went home and checked my own blood pressure. But the fact is there aren't people, this is just my clinic, there aren't people just sitting around waiting to have somebody come into their waiting room and be taken care of. Until we get to that point where doctors are standing around doing nothing and all medical professionals have nothing else to do, then we'll maybe think about giving care to other people. But in the meanwhile, mm -mm. so when Stanley Greenberg predicts that the Republican Party is going to die, he's wrong because Republican ideals will not die. I know a lot of Republicans don't have those ideals anymore. I do get that. But ultimately, nobody that I know is on board with giving illegal aliens medical care, even the most 
libby lib 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 person is not on board with giving illegal something that they as american citizens don't even get and if the republicans have the courage to put out an ad like that and just lay it out there the contrast could not be clearer that's all you need to say i'm hoping they have the uh, <clears throat> to do it i'm hoping i'm always hopeful I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me weekdays, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on KMZQ, SAM 670 in Las Vegas. And you can also pick up a copy of my brand new book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. It's available at Amazon. And it's a great book about my uh, career before I got into radio, after radio, and great radio stories and some great stories about life. Even if you don't like me or know who I am, I think you'll find the book interesting because it's very encouraging about getting through stuff that's thrown at you. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. Blowbacks, setbacks, and comebacks in Vegas radio. It's a pretty good book, and it's getting lots of great reviews. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott. <laughs>